challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to talk to you in this podcast about women. I know what you're probably thinking. No, I don't want to talk to you about women that way. (laughs) I want to talk to you about another aspect of women and our relationship to them. You know, in in leading the great man movement and in working with other people and other movements and other tribes that are devoted to noble, righteous, great, awesome, transforming manhood, uh, one of the attacks that that is often laid at us, one of the the attacks that is often launched at us is that somehow this is anti-women, that somehow if we're advocates for men, that we are diminishing women. And of course, when you go on the internet and you do any kind of Google search about men and women, you almost always have before you the tension between men and women, jokes about them, uh, the the tensions between them, the battle of the sexes, uh, how women are rising and men are in decline. It's almost always about tension and opposition and competition. And I want to tell you that that is absolutely not where I am at all. In fact, I have at times, I used to say just, just occasionally when I was on a university campus, I would say, you know, I pretty much consider myself a Christian feminist. Now, that would bother some people in my world uh, because who knows what feminist means. If, if feminist means the extreme thing, or you guys know that I'm pro-life, so if it means a stridently pro-abortion stance, of course, I'm not a feminist in that sense. So I stopped using the word because I'm not sure exactly what it means out there anymore. In the same way, by the way, that I'm not so sure I want to call myself an evangelical. I used to be one. (laughs) I still am as far as I understand that word. But if evangelical, as it is now in American society, is primarily political, uh, then, of course, I don't want to I don't want to call myself an evangelical because I don't want people making assumptions about what I believe politically or how I'm oriented to Donald Trump or uh, any other people who call themselves evangelical on the national stage. Okay, enough about words. The point that I'm going for here is that in the manhood that I'm trying to encourage, in the manhood that my other friends, John Eldridge, others are trying to encourage a good faith-based, noble manhood, men being strong, men being whole, men serving, men building a legacy, men loving well, doing all the things that we talk about and all the things I talk about specifically on this podcast, um, I want us to understand that we are not in opposition to women. We are not in competition with women. We are not trying to uh, take a larger piece of the pie so they get less. Not at all. I don't see us as competing for the same territory, the same money, the same jobs. In fact, the noble man movement, the great man movement that I'm advocating for is a, it would be is championing women is celebrating women is wanting to see women achieve and rise and fulfilled and protected and cared for and successful in every possible way. I've often joked on this podcast. Uh, I've got a 29 year old daughter. I want her to be the pope, the general, the president, the CEO, the surgeon, the pilot, anything she can arise to. I don't want to see any glass ceilings at all. But I also want her to see her full, fully happy with a husband, having children, and. Elizabeth, please get on with it. I'm waiting for grandchildren. Um, you know, in a fully in a fully alive, engaged way, um, with a husband who loves her and cares for her and protects her, 
That's what I want for her. So there, it is a lie that somehow to be an advocate for a restoration of noble manhood, noble masculinity in our generation is somehow to be in competition with or opposition to women. Quite the opposite. In fact, a good man, a noble man is a champion of noble womanhood. A good man is not bitter about women. A good man is not opposed to women. A good man champions them. A good man helps to assure a world in which they can achieve all they're meant to achieve and be all they want to be um, and and be safe as they do what they do in all their roles, mom, grandmother, wife, uh, professional, whatever it is. It is a lie that to be pro a restoration of noble manhood in our generation is to be opposite of women. And let me tell you a little bit about where I come from in this. As you guys know, uh, I'm a Christian. I know not all my listeners are, and welcome to you. I'm thrilled that you're here. Uh, But I'm a Christian, so I take my mandate from Scripture. Now, I take a little bit of heat uh, because I'm more pro-women than some of my Christian leader friends. Um, I don't. I wouldn't use the word feminist anymore. And of course, I, I mean that only to the extent that, the extent that Scripture allows. Um, but one of the roles of a man, according to Ephesians five, it's for those of you who don't know Scripture that well, or maybe the New Testament. Some of my Jewish friends listening, maybe you're not that invested in the New Testament. Um, Ephesians five is one of the great chapters that defines a relationship between a husband and a wife. And uh, in that chapter in Ephesians, the book of Ephesians chapter 5, it specifically says that a man should lay down his life for his wife as Christ laid down his life for the church. And it also describes what I'll call a coaching function, a nurturing function, an encouraging a wife to grow, to mature, to become Christ-like. In other, in other words, a man is meant to be invested in his wife. I use the words, these aren't the biblical words, but I use the words guardian coach. In addition to all my other roles with with Bev, my wife, uh, I love her. We're lovers. We're we're adventurers together. We're in our case, we're business partners, et cetera, et cetera. All the different roles we have. One of the roles I have is guardian coach. I'm meant to protect her. I'll protect her physically. Um, I'll protect her spiritually. I'll stand and pray for her. But also, I'm meant to coach her. I'm meant to guide her in the things of God. I'm meant to uh, encourage her. And, and with whatever wisdom I have for any of the roles that she takes. I mean, sometimes she she's working in music, which I know nothing about. But I'll still, if she asks, give some guidance, give some thoughts about how something might be handled. And by the way, she does the same for me. I want her wisdom. I want her eyes on me, so to speak, as they say in the military. I want want um, the perspective that she has. I, I need 3D perspective. And I have a band of brothers, but I also want uh, my wife and the women in my world, by the way, uh, to tell me what I need to know. I, I, I live for that. My executive assistant, Karen, frequently says, well, this is what I think about that, or you don't want to be perceived that way, or I suggest you do this. I listen because God gives them wisdom, and they have wisdom. Uh, my wife, Karen, others, my daughter, um, they have wisdom based on their background and their experience. Well, I'd be a fool not to draw from it. So, But nevertheless, back to the issue of men, uh, there's no question that in my faith, men are meant to be about growing women, so to speak. I know that's a weird way to say it, but encouraging, strengthening, uplift, uh, making them the best they can be, helping them on their trajectory, um, helping them on what God's called them to do, helping them fulfill their destiny and their purpose. Uh, the idea that we would be about anything else is nuts. The idea that that a, a noble manhood movement is contra women is nuts. And whenever I speak, 
I do everything to say uh, that what I'm trying to build here uh, is an organ is not just an organization, a movement uh, that every woman on the planet would be thrilled for. What woman doesn't want virtuous men who behave themselves and are ethical, but strong and powerful and engaged and and fulfilling the wildness they need out in the wild and with men and on the basketball court and in, you know who knows where uh, having that controlled violence they need not not beating on people at home but but doing it the way good men do in in situations of sports and wildness and out in the woods and and um, on adventures and 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 men who have who have sharpened themselves men who are accountable to other men men who are are noble and virtuous so that every woman is safe in their presence and the community is made stronger and every institution is made stronger. Men who are being good husbands and good fathers, they're, they're good husbands at every level from the most uh, sexual, romantic, earthy way to generosity, to love, to discipline, to protection, to making sure the work's getting done at home, to caring for the family. What woman's not nuts about a man like that? Um, and yeah, if the wife's a professional, if the wife want to work, wants to work without outside of the home, she's whatever doctor, lawyer, teacher, volunteer, whatever she is in the music industry, he's encouraging, he's strengthening, he's helping, he's taking on duties at home. He's, you know, hiring people if that's what's necessary to make it work at home, whatever's, whatever needs to happen. But he's invested in his wife. She's better because he is not just a male, but a great man, a noble man, a visionary man, a protective man. I'm going to tell you, the women that I know, I, I have women come up to me literally in airports in tears sometimes thanking me for what they've seen happen in their sons and their husbands' lives and what's happened in their relationship and their family culture and their church culture and their synagogue culture and, and, and elsewhere, whatever, their business culture. I'm telling you, it changes things. So I want to, I want to kick right in the teeth this idea that somehow, because we are an advocate for men, because I'm an advocate for men, that I am opposed to women. In fact, I'm trying to give the women of the world a gift. I'm trying to do everything I can to help them be noble men, to help them be righteous men, to help them be strong, vibrant, alive, radiating, powerful men who, who, who invest in others and see their lives as measured by how they uh, help and enable their wives and their children and those within their reach to fulfill all they're made to be. It's not, it's not contra. It's not barefoot pregnant in the kitchen. It's not, uh, it's not putting anybody down. It's not diminishing every, anybody. We're trying to launch people, not sit on them and oppress them. So I'm passionate about this uh, because I, I, I know that, that this lurks at the edge of the noble men's movement that I'm trying to contribute to. And I urge you to deal with it in your own heart. If you're listening to me and you're going, wow, I didn't know we were about that. I, I actually felt the opposite. I sit around and, you know, tell dirty stories or say nasty things or nurture bitterness in the locker room with my buddies about women or something like that. If that's where you are, while at the same time listening to guys like me talk about noble manhood, you need to deal with that, man. That is the opposite of what we're trying to accomplish. Let me say it again. Every woman on the planet should be thrilled when you are fully baked as a man in the way that the, that the righteous men's movement that, that I'm part of and that, that you are feeding on um, 
and is, is, has had its work in your life, when that movement's had its work in your life, I'm telling you what, the women in your life should be thrilled, not just because you're something exemplary, but because of how you're treating them, because of how you're investing in them, because of how you're making their words, world safe and prosperous and doable, encouraging, using the power of your words, not to cut down and destroy, but to ignite destiny and to guide and give wisdom to make things possible. A culture of encouragement and strength and vision and inspiration and discipline and love and investment and and protection and prosperity and generosity. These are the things that a nobleman nobleman provides in the cultures he's involved in. So bosses should be thrilled, male and female. Every woman on the planet should be thrilled. The women in in a neighborhood where I live should be, uh, to the extent they might know me, they should be encouraged and glad and thrilled and want to know where there's more like me. I don't mean that just about me. I mean that about all of us men uh, who are striving to be better men, who are striving to be great men, who are striving to, to, to be men as we're designed to be in the image of God. So let's be, let's be clear about this and let's make this a more public aspect of what we talk about. This is not just about men having been abused and unfathered and, and trying to crawl their way back out of the cave in some way. This is about us doing something in the lives of others. And our biggest champions, if we do our jobs, our biggest champions, if we take hold of Jesus the way and God the way that we are uh, striving to, our biggest champions uh, if we do the things and live out the principles and the truths we're meant to, ought to be women. They ought to be the ones celebrating us. They ought to be the ones who are saying, man, let's have more of this. Let's get our sons into this. Let's make sure our daughters marry this kind of guy because there's something wonderful changing in the world around them because men, in some cases, finally get off their butts and become the men they're made to be. So, I won't go so far as to say I'm a feminist because I'm not sure what that means exactly in our culture, and I don't want to be misunderstood or be encouraging anything immoral. But I do want to say that I am a champion of women and want to see them accomplish great things. It's what a noble man does, it's what a Christian man does, and it's what we need in our generation. This is one of the arts of being a great man. To join the Great Man community, or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.